You're listening to The New Leaf Project, sharing stories from instigators, innovators, planters and starters from across Canada. Hi, my name's Jared. My name is Elle, and this is the New Leaf Podcast. Today we're going to be chatting a little bit about church plant design shops. Yeah. So, Jared, tell us, what is a church plant design shop? Well, that is what you just asked me is like the hardest question in the world for me to answer. But it's something I'm really passionate about, something that I I really love. So, um, it is a three-day event soon to be a two-day event. Mm. Um, And it's designed to help planters to think more meaningfully about the task of church planting. Um, We focus on flexibility. That's really important. Um, We focus on adaptability. We focus on uh, teaching planters how to think about culture, how to think about themselves, um, how to communicate more clearly about who they are, what they are. Um, yeah, it's, it's a it's a lot of stuff. This is why it's the worst question for me to answer because I I, I always have a hard time describing what it is. So maybe I can get the answer out in in in, in this format. L, I don't know. We'll see. So it was three. It currently is three days. Mm-hmm. You're moving it to two days. Is that because you're long winded or? <sighs> So no, because, well, okay, yes. Mm. The answer is yes, Mm -hmm. I am Mm long-winded. It's good to admit it. But uh, the real reason it's three days is because the content I originally had was five. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, Because what, what you're trying to do is help a planter get a sense of what this work is about. Right. And so you have to talk about the pre-work, the beginning, the middle, and end of, of, of church planting. Of how you think about starting a church plant. Yeah, yeah. And it's this isn't uh this isn't uh easy to explain work. Like you can't just email Jared and say, uh, how do I plant a church? And then I'll write a two sentence response. Um, because it, it takes courage, it takes listening to God, it takes listening to your context, it takes uh, it 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 takes so many things that you just can't you just can't say it in an elevator mm-hmm. pitch. Um, so you had five days, yeah, and then so so like when it first the, here's how it happened as part of church planting Canada, and uh, actually I could rewind the tape back before that the tape the tape mm-hmm. yeah. It was, it's not outdated at all. Not, like, like rewind the Betamax? Yeah, or, yeah. that's right. We the go, reel to reel. Ah, reel to reel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so if we rewind the story, mm. the MP3 uh, back, Pernell Goodyear and I have been friends for, for quite a while. And we actually met at a church planning boot camp. Church planning boot camp? Yes, that's right. Um, and was this in the... The 80s, the 90s? It when was, was this? in the early 2000s. Oh, oh even. Very early 2000s. Even perhaps later. the end of the 90s. Ah, yes. And. Uh, you met there? I, yeah. Who was putting on this boot camp? Uh, I, I care not to say. Oh, okay. Um, 
because I don't because I had a very negative experience, and so did Purnell. Ah, uh, okay. So I didn't know that part of the yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. My job's just ask the question. No, right, I, I right. Didn't, I didn't know. And um, Purnell and I bonded over the very poor experience we were having. Mm-hmm. Um, had so, you currently been like? Were you in a church plant? At oh that yeah, time? I was already oh, well okay. on my way, and I had actually brought a friend of mine because I was hoping he would be the next planter. Okay. Um, and I don't know how you bore me with church planting, but, but they did. I, my eyes were bleeding. Uh, I I hated everything that was being said. It it was ill fitting. It was why didn't you like it? Mech- well, they were saying things like. Like, uh, you know, instead of asking you, like, um, instead of asking you what your story is or or what is God communicating to you, they're saying, pick a target audience. Mm. Like, it, it sounded, it was also very businessy, so market-driven, so uh, impersonal, like, it, it, and it really had nothing to do with my experience of being a planter. And Purnell was just kind of starting out. And yeah, he had had experiences already, um, but the, but he was being sent to this boot camp to kind of like sharpen his skills and and the thing is, I hate talking bad about it in one sense because some good people were investing in us to send us there right. and and they cared about us and they wanted us to do well. It just wasn't resonating with what you were experiencing. The exact opposite mm-hmm. of whatever that was was what I was actually doing. And, uh, but there were no other options for Mm. me. So fast forward the MP3 a few years later, and I'm uh, a director of church planting. And, uh, I, I joined up with, I joined forces with church planting Canada and, and they were the owners of a, of a church planter summit. And I said, uh, I looked at your materials, and I think they really need an update. Um, there's a lot of stuff in here that made sense in the mid-90s, and uh, this is now the mid-2000s. Yeah, We've and got things have changed. Things like Web 2.0 mm-hmm. and the Facebook mm. yeah, and the Twitter and the internets. And we should, you know, some of the thoughts should be updated. Right. Um, and I was hoping that I would just you know, inspire someone to action. And of Mm -hmm. course, when you speak passionately in a committee room, um, they often say, well, if you want to do it, then why don't you do it? So I actually looked Purnell up after that. And I said, hey, buddy, um, this group of folks, this Church Planning Canada group, they said, I can rewrite the Church Planning Summit. Like, what would we say? Like, and so at that point, he, you know, I had been um, part of a church plant for seven years. And at mm-hmm. that point, he had been a very similar amount of time. And I said, let's just write down what we learned. Let's, let's talk to people um, uh, who are going through what we're going through right now. Like, what will we say to our friends who are starting it right now? And, uh, and there was some really, uh, I think we came up with some good stuff. Um, but it wasn't fully complete. I, I, I hung out with a guy named James Watson, um, who, uh, has, uh, is a very bright guy. And, uh, he was doing some really interesting stuff around, um, uh, mapping social networks. 
and how that might help planters think more um, more helpfully about their neighborhoods and about mm-hmm. who they're trying to reach. So we, I incorporated his stuff in there. And then, uh, you know, I was getting to know Dan Sheffield, who is a, a missionary. He's planted churches uh, uh, globally. Um, and, you know, he had a lot to teach me about missionary thinking and about, um, you know, often the reputation of missionaries is they're, they're kind of backward and colonialist. And uh, that may have been true 100 years ago or 150 years ago, but a lot has changed in missiology mm-hmm. since then. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not all puppet shows and Carmen, you know, mime troops. <laughs> Missions is... Is a very serious enterprise. No more flannel graphs? Is that what you're it, telling it's, me? It's yeah, they've left some of that behind, mm. and uh, and really, honestly, truly, uh, should be in charge of more stuff, right? Um, and should be communicating to us uh, more regularly. So, uh, I ran some things through Dan Sheffield. He and I actually designed an entirely different course for the Free Methodist Church called. Uh, culture, uh, culture and missional church, and uh, so I took some of the things I learned there, um, and I, I just from my own experience, and um, so I finally presented what I had to Church Point in Canada. I said, "Here's this thing," and I made it, and uh, and I I I showed them my stuff, and they're like, "Ah, oh, this is amazing!" and and you should totally do this. But unfortunately, Church Point Canada is no longer going to be offering um, these kinds of services because Church Point Canada, when it first started out, was a, a consortium of denominations, mm-hmm. and some of them were big and some were small. And the and so they at the first. You know, at the first few meetings there, all of them were newly minted church planning directors. This is a brand new kind of position. Right. They're like, we need to band together to figure out how to do this. And, and had and anything like that existed before? Like Was in this, Canada? Yeah. No, no. This And so that, like, they actually formed in, like, mid-90s. And uh, uh, as time went on, the partner denominations grew in their strength and their competence in providing church planning resources. And so uh, church planning Canada got so good at providing these resources. They taught the larger denominations how to do it. The larger denominations created their own versions. And then all of a sudden church planning Canada's in competition with its own people. They taught them how to fish. Right. It's a great problem to have. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful moment to hit. Um, but not when you had done all that Right. And I was a little bummed out about it. But, you know, I also understood, look, this is this is something for maybe a narrower band of planters in Canada. And Mm. so I'm just going to try and find who those people are. And I have to train my planters in the Free Methodist Church. So why don't I just use it for that? Um and so I started with that. So I had a few little partners and we'd cobble together these design shops. And, uh, you know, it was often very hard to get about eight people out to it because that's kind of the minimum we need. And, uh, um, yeah, so we kind of started that out. And I was really, uh, for a while there, as we were burning through each other's pile of planters, mm-hmm. uh, you, you, it was easier to get things together. And then slowly, 
we started having to cancel them because we didn't have enough registrations. It really was terrible because some of my planters were waiting a long time then because I'd set up a design shop and then they get canceled. Um, then you enter New Leaf Network and I'm meeting other people who kind of got caught in the middle where Church Plan Canada stopped offering these services, but we weren't big enough to build our own. Right. And so I said, hey, let's join forces mm -hmm. because I've got this. I think it is a great, it is a uniquely Canadian. It's genuinely born out of the Canadian uh, uh, planter experience. I didn't, I wasn't pulling it from elsewhere. This is Canadian planter experience. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, that is honestly some some of the genesis of the new leaf network was was this this way of thinking about what a church plan is and how you go about doing it um at that point it was james watson and greg langman from the james watson works for the salvation army now greg langman from the missionary alliance and clint mix who was with the cboq at the time the canadian baptists of ontario and quebec we were kind of joining forces and, and working together and, 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 and trying to provide this training to our people. And then it was our hope that we could start providing other services because I had spent all of this on this training, um, but I, haven't, I hadn't reinvented all the other stuff that needed reinventing. And mm -hmm. so, so we, we, uh, we, we joined forces and we started working on those projects. And then, um, I bumped into you again and Charity and James, and we were talking about what other things could the New Leaf Network be about than just church planter training, but right. this starter side of things. Mm -hmm. And then um, basically over the last year or two, this is this has kind of been how the New Leaf Network got started, was a couple of these conversations really starting to come together. So denominations then are sending their people who are interested in church planting or people who have already planted churches mm -hmm. to these events yeah. and they're connecting with other planters and yeah. like, how does that work when a denomination sends someone? Well, so what's interesting is, is each of the denominations that are partners in the New Leaf Network are kind of experimenting a little bit with the design shop to see what it actually does. So some of the people that have been sent, uh, uh, you know, what one group is saying, all right, so we have all these newcomer Canadians coming onto our soil. And if they took a church planter course in China or they took one in Africa, I mean, the conditions here are profoundly different than mm -hmm. those places. For sure. Not surprisingly, but, but they are, it's very different. And so does this offer them a leg up in, in planting? even a Chinese church, but just a Chinese church in Canada, does it give them a leg up? And uh, so some of the denominations are, are actively experimenting to see, does this work for those kinds of churches? Uh, some denominations are even experimenting to see, does it work for reboots or restarts or reimaginings of the, of the, of, of an established church. Mm -hmm. um, I've got people who vaguely one day might maybe plant a church and they're kind of using the design shop as a way to check it out. Um, I've got people that are like, I'm planting like this month and I really need some help. 
And they've brought in planters who are like in years two, three, and four. And they're like, oh man, this would have been helpful a couple of years ago, but mm-hmm. I'm still glad I took it because right. it can help now. So um, it's this is what becomes problematic when you try to describe it is when I say, well, it's kind of working for a lot of different people. So so how, how do I define that? But um, what we imagine for the New Leaf Network going forward is that um, all of our partner denominations will have a, a, a coach uh, or coaches that they train. They'll send that and that coach will be like the connective tissue between the planter and their denomination and between the planter and the New Leaf Network. And the coach will help that person figure out whether or not the design shop is the next thing that they should work toward. Um, and so we're going to do a lot of preparatory work. So a lot of the stuff that um, uh, is through the three-day experience is going to be is going to be condensed down and given over to a coach. And that coach is going to move people toward uh, getting ready for a design shop. And then they're going to do work that happens after. And so that's how we were able to take this three-day event and turn it into a two-day event. Hmm. That sounds good. I, I, I'm excited about it. I, it might be a bit boring or weird to hear about, but I, I, I'm, I'm really excited about this innovation um, that, that we're working on, especially because I think it's going to give access to what we're teaching to core groups and to, um, and to bivocational planters. We have to start taking that reality more seriously in the Canadian context. So who should come to a church plant design shop? Well, if you're, if you're interested in figuring out, if you want to get some sense of what planting is all about, it's for you. Um, at this point, we haven't really developed it to the point where it's going to be helpful to starters. Um, but really, this is for people who are thinking about considering planting a church, people who are planting a church, or people who are in the middle of that. I think that's, that's the sweet spot for it. And then if you want to use it to do some other stuff I hadn't thought of, well, come and check it out, but I can't give you any guarantees. So I want to ask you, Elle, because you are actually, you're having your first experience with a, a design shop. Like what's been your experience of, it's all, we're, you're only in day one, but what's been your experience so far? I, I enjoy it. I, I've, I, I think it's interesting to see the people around the table. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were in a place where you were going to plant, I think it would help you feel like you're not alone. Mm. Lots of people to bounce ideas yeah. off of. People who have already planted, gone a little bit further maybe that you can connect with. I like the idea of listening and learning from the culture, some mm-hmm. of the activities that we did today. I think that anytime you can get out of your own perspective, your usual yep. perspective, yep. how you typically occur, how you sense things is really mm. helpful when you're thinking about a church plant, especially when we're looking at our Canadian context right. and how we plant and how we address some of the issues that we have. I think it's going to take some imagination and some creative thinking. So even having those conversations as I've experienced them in day one, I could see being very helpful for people um, when they're sensing that call to plant a church um, and feeling like, okay, well, yeah. who, who's with me? Who, who do I have around the table? Yeah. And also, how do I even begin the investigative work? Mm-hmm. I can see the church plant design shop being important for them. So that's kind of my feedback from day one. I'm sure it just gets better oh, as the days so go on. so much better. 
But I could see um, if you were starting out, it would be yeah, very helpful. It, honestly, like, you know, some people, they experienced their call to planting or the confirmation of that call in the middle of the design shop. It's, it, it is an important body of work, not because I did it, but because it is a collection of our experiences. It literally comes out of Canadian soil, and I think that's what makes it so important. And as Canadians, if you felt that sense that that is what you are called to do, there are very few resources of right. the Canadian expressions that you would even find. Right, right. So if you want to be part of a church plant design shop, um, you go over to the New Leaf website, you look under our events, and they are always there. We we try to do them um, several times a year in Ontario. Uh, right now we're once a year in British Columbia, and we have dreams of doing it in Atlantic Canada. Uh, so if you're listening from the Atlantic provinces, let us know you're out there, and uh, we'll bring a design shop to you. Um, so November 18th and 19th of 2016 is the next time we're having a church plant design shop. If you are part of the New Leaf Network, you can absolutely, uh, it's, you don't need an invitation. You just let your coach know that this is something you're interested in and you come and check it out. Um, if you're not part of the New Leaf Network, you're still invited to come. We want to have you there, but please recognize, or we'll, we'll try and hook you up with a coach to help you get ready for, for being part of the design shop. But I think these two days experiences are going to be a great introduction. And so if you want to be a part of it, stay tuned to our website. We'll have it on our Facebook page. We'll put it up there on Twitter and we'll be sending emails about it. So hopefully one of those avenues you'll be able to pick up on the next one. Well, thank you so much for sharing about what the church plant design shop is all about. Thanks for asking now. Not a problem. Have a wonderful day, New Leafers. We'll see you again soon. Thanks for listening to the New Leaf Podcast. You can find us on the web at newleafnetwork.ca or head on over to our Facebook page, New Leaf Network. We have events, workshops, and conversations happening all the time. We would love if you could join us as we share the stories of planters and stars all across Canada.